good day to be indigenous. Get up, stand up. They are going to become more brutal. Cody Cup, Henny Cup, Because all the hippies were trying to be Indians anyway. They're going to become more repressive because it's a matter of dollars and their illusionary concepts of power. Hey, Victor. We must live in balance with the earth. And also with recent happenings at Wounded Knee. I am awake. Welcome to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Wakanja Hade. Hey, welcome to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Robert Pilot. Hey, we discuss local and national Native news and events. And uh, as you know, Haley, Native issues are human issues, and human issues are Native issues. They are, Robert. And this portion of the show is supported by Native American Community Clinic on Franklin Avenue, Minneapolis, honoring health and tradition. Yes, they do. And we really uh, appreciate their support. And on Mondays, we have uh, Dr. Stately on. And today is Friday. And it is our pleasure. And uh, I don't even know, Wendy and I were talking earlier, and we think that uh, Mary might be the longest uh, guest we've had um, in a good way. I think you were a state representative when you first came on, but we're here with State Senator Mary Kunish. And it's our fun Friday with the state senator. I'm everybody. Yeah, so I I think you were a representative when you started with us. So would that be six years ago or five years ago? I just finished my seventh session, so maybe seven years ago. Yeah, well, you were playing coy. I don't think you were on right away when we started. I think I had to do a little begging. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I no, th- you were showing up all over the place. <laughs> That's right, and begging. But I yeah. uh, really appreciate you uh, stopping in and coming in and uh, and being our, our, our groundbreaker now. The politicians don't feel afraid because you've uh, opened the door for us. And, I, and I'm serious. I really appreciate that. And I do bring it up uh, every once in a while, but it is, it is a real thing. Uh, Wendy and I were just talking about that. It's like, yeah, mm. you've been on the show for a long time, and we yeah. appreciate it. And I feel like, uh, especially now when we're on uh, five days a week, it's fun. And it always has been fun having you on. And we're, we have you on longer than we did when we were a two-hour show years ago. But uh, I, I always feel like it's a, always a positive show when you're on or whatever segment you're doing. And I really appreciate that because uh, years into your uh, – it wasn't as easy as it uh, as appears to be lately. Uh, there was a lot of – uh, uh, Republican rule and things that weren't getting done and weird stuff going on. So appreciate yeah. the perseverance and always staying positive. Well, thank you for that. I, uh, you know, if you don't stay that way, you just drag yourself down. It's so easy, especially in the last week or so with things going on around the world. Yeah. Um, you know, it, 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 you can easily fall into a, a slump. But uh, I, I try to stay as optimistic and uh, as I can and, you know, try to find the good things in people and find pathways to to good work. Um, I'm don't, not much of a quitter, so I'll find one way or the other. Hey, before we get going about this uh, pretty fun week that we've had and we again Haley and I ran into uh, into you in a couple places in the beginning of the week. I'd love to to recap with you on that, but also it looks like you won an award, another award and uh, school sur- social workers. Uh, could you tell us a little bit about that? Do I have that right? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we had just such a fantastic session. Uh, in the Minnesota legislature this past session. And as the chair of education finance, I was certainly thrilled to get billions of dollars to put towards the work that um, that our schools need and, and get, try to fill in some of those empty buckets and get the resources that, that uh, our students and our staff need. And one of the things we were able to do here in Minnesota um, through the education committee was to put a lot of dollars into uh, mental health and social well, uh, social 
um, health into our students and then also for our teachers. And so um, we put a lot of money, millions of dollars into um, the social work program and supporting social workers. But we also um, are trying to find ways to um, better utilize federal dollars and access to those federal dollars. So for example, if a student is um, receives uh, uh, Medicare, Medicaid, <laughs> um, you know, in the past, Minnesota hasn't allowed social workers to bill for the services that they're doing in the schools, even though at the federal level, they they can do that. The state has has not been allowing that. And so we made sure that that would uh, be a, a great way to uh, to ensure that those federal dollars are getting to the school. It means a lot more money that um, our schools don't have to come up with. And, um, you know, just recognizing the fact that the the mental health and the emotional health of our teachers and our staff as well are um, are really uh, at a challenge. So um, yeah, I I was sure to ensure that there were that there would be really good strong funding for that and uh, for our social workers in our schools. And lo and behold, this is how they thank me. Wow, that's great! And uh, let me get the applause here button. I always like to use that just because I have it. But yeah, that is awesome. And um, wow, of course, especially now, but always, but especially now, I think uh, our workers uh, need some breaks with mental health and some support. So that's just really totally awesome. Um, congratulations. That's, that's good work, doing good work like you always do. Hey, we uh, had a chance to see you and what was weird this year and the year before, I remember it being so dark on Monday morning and, and uh, because of the rain or something. And then this year I was driving up to uh, Bidet Mokoska and I'm going, it's bright out. I wonder if I missed the, <laughs> the morning, the morning uh, 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 beginning of uh, native or uh, indigenous people's day. And it was really good to see you, uh, and uh, hold the tobacco together and and do start the day off in a good way. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, and I agree with you. It seemed like it was lighter. Um, I, I don't think we started any later than we usually do because we oh. do it when the sun's coming up. Right. <laughs> so we were. Yeah, it was so great to meet you and Haley out there at um, Bidet Makaska um, at Thomas Beach and the would you say hundreds of other people that came out um, to to bring the son up in a good way with the Lemoyne family? You know, they're the father and the two sons. Every year they're out there and they're um, bring they bring their drums and they they sing the songs to welcome and bring in our uh, you know Indigenous Peoples Day. Um, and this year, I think you know, like every year, more and more people are joining us, not just Native folks, but others that really um, have that sense of, of um, respect mm -hmm. and kind of awe for the process. So it, well, it was good to see you both. Yeah. And uh, to, to mention too, and I don't think he gets enough mention because whenever I'm at the Capitol, he's always really supportive of us natives and what I'm doing specifically, but uh, I believe his name's Howard Ornstein is uh, he was there. Frank. Frank, Frank I'm uh, sorry. Representative Frank Hornstein was there. Yep. He's there every year. Yep. Every year he's there. He kind of checks in with me. Hey, is that thing still go? Is the sunrise ceremony? And his wife is, uh, yeah. um, is a Jewish rabbi and she was there. And yeah, there were a lot of uh, folks that came out. The governor, the lieutenant governor, of course, was there. Yeah. Um, so many other leaders in the indigenous community. It was, it was really lovely. Yeah. It's, it's it, interesting too. And I don't know if you know this, but there's four or five native women that we know, and I, I don't want to say their names right now, but we know they swim before, before this every year. And I'm always like in shock 
because the water is cold, too cold for me. But there's also some medicine in doing so. So oh, I'm sure we have to give a quick shout out to them, and they do it every year. And it's like I said, did you swim again? And they, she said, of course we did. So oh my gosh, maybe yeah, maybe no one year, maybe one year Haley can do that and let us know how that is. I'll do it next year. I'll be up there I'll way before Haley. the sun comes up. <laughs> cool. Nice. Hey. Hey, we're here with our favorite state senator, Mary Kunish, and we're going to take a quick break. Uh, you're listening to Native Ritz Radio presents I'm Awake. Stay with us. Hey, welcome back to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake. This portion of the show is supported by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Hey, we're here with uh, State Senator Mary Kunish, and uh, later on we're going to have Wendy with some fun facts of our sacred animals. And uh, it's just a rock and roll and gloomy day here, but uh, a good day to listen and uh, to the radio, and a, always a good day to be Indigenous. Ho! Mm-hmm. Ho! <laughs> Right on. Hey, we're here with State Senator Mary Kunish, and we were just kind of talking a little bit about Monday, and um, geez, there were some more things going on. Haley, we went, uh, I went to St. Paul, uh, big happenings at St. Paul at Lake Harriet. I was like in shock how many people were there, and then we stopped at uh, AOC to see uh, Robert Lilligren, Haley, get an award uh, for uh, making voting a tradition. That was really awesome to see by uh, Secretary of State Steve Simon. And I always want to say Steve Swiggum, so I don't know what that's an old name from the politics day or what. Yeah, Swiggum's is an old old name, yep. Yeah, well, and that was exciting. Then we saw saw State Senator Mary Kunish. And Mary, talk a little bit about that. I know you were running around, but it was good to see you on uh, supporting this uh, big happenings in Minneapolis. Yeah, there was a lot going on all over the place. We we did the um, early morning sunrise, and then the St. Paul held their Indigenous Persons Day down on Lake Harriet, and then we then I. Um, actually had to come um, do a presentation for Excel Energy. Um, They do it every year. I think they've asked me before to do a presentation on something around Indigenous Persons Day for their staff. So it's like a professional development over lunch. And so I presented a program called How the Federal Government Did Indian Country Wrong?, and we just walked through all the different eras and all the different federal regula- regulations that, um, you know, were intent- intended to destroy uh, American Indian way of life and assimilate American Indians, thus taking all the land and all the goods with it. So that was um, over my lunch hour. And then um, we went down to, and that's where I met up with you again at the um, Indian Health Board at the wellness campus where um, it was a groundbreaking for a new building for the Indian Health, uh, uh, Indian Health uh, site because we were able to get them a nice chunk of money through the bonding bill to build a, a, a wellness and not just like go to the doctor, get your vaccines, get a, a, a physical um, or whatever else. But this one is really specifically about the, the whole well-being of the person. Um, and really a lot will, will have to deal with, um, with addiction and all the different ways that, that we find our communities uh, susceptible to that. So, and the mental health issues, you know, we have such a large homeless population uh, in that area of Minneapolis that um, this is going to be an incredibly, uh, um, an incredible wealth of of resources for our, our community. And and Dr. Rock is there. He's the the executive director, CEO, and, and he's just thrilled. He was just thrilled. He's been there for a long time doing incredible work. 
continues to educate himself as well. And mm -hmm. uh, we can't thank him enough for the work that he does for our, our communities. Yeah, it was uh, a day of celebration. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, you know, people coming out and singing and dancing and also round dance in that area and praying over the wellness of uh, that area. Well, that was that was really, that'll be uh, a land acknowledgement for me anytime is to have yeah. somebody come do that. It was beautiful. And, and the other legislators that were uh, championing these dollars, so uh, Senator Zainab Mohammed, Representative Samantha Censor-Mura, um, uh, uh, Senator uh, oh Wes Weckland from um, the HHS committee was there. Wow. Uh, and they all came. And they joined us in the round dance. And um, I think they were actually very thrilled to have been invited to do that. So when we talk about, you know, folks are always saying, how can I get to support efforts better? How can I learn more? You know, coming to these sort of events is, is a great way to do that. Absolutely. And um, and being invited, take, a, take it up, take up on that invite because, Things like that are open to everyone, and we always mm -hmm. want to talk about, you know, filling the circle. Uh, the medicine wheel has four colors, and that, and some nations really describe that as all the colors coming together, meaning mm -hmm. black, white, uh, yellow, and uh, red. And so, uh, come, 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 join us, you know, and support us. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, we'll so feed you too, most likely. <laughs> yeah. Yes. There's always that. And they were giving, there was a big giveaway, like a raffle giveaway. And oh my gosh, those people were, there were some winners that were so thrilled. There were some little kids that yeah. thought they just like won the lottery, literally. It was very fun. I got a coffee mug at the end there. Yeah. You did. You yeah. did too. Indian yeah. Health Board. I did. Yeah. I did get a beautiful plaque, though. I did yeah. get a, a beautiful plaque, so I should not complain. And, um, yeah, good for and, you. And also State Representative Heather Keeler, who is probably in Moorhead uh, because you and her have led this fight over the yep. few years about uh, Indigenous Peoples Day. She was probably up in Moorhead doing her own round dancing. Oh, they had a spectacular Indigenous per, um, Persons Day celebration up there. Um, the majority leader, Melissa Hortman, went up to celebrate it with, with uh, Representative Keeler. They oh. had a whole day full of it. And, you know, uh, Representative Keeler really championed mm -hmm. uh, this law of ours to recognize uh, the day as Indigenous Peoples Day, and then also to ensure that at least one hour, so if a school was open, because, you know, in the past, when it was a different day, right. banks weren't open, the, the post office isn't open, a lot of times schools were not open, but if schools were open, that um, they were obliged to provide at least one hour uh, uh, right information about the day and, and the history of our indigenous people. And um, Heather Keeler really, really, really did champion that. Yeah. And it's funny to hear her story because I don't know if you remember this, Mary, but uh, years ago when COVID first hit, we, we were doing uh, Sunday night symposiums with all oh, the yeah. leaders all across the country. And that was exciting. We'd have hundreds, not hundreds, but thousands and thousands of people watching this. And, uh, we heard about her because she was going to run for the school board because of this issue. And she changed her mind. And I remember it kind of being the buzz of one of the, uh, one of the, um, symposiums is that this person, Heather Keeler was now going to run for a representative. Yeah. yeah. I do remember that. That was, you have a good memory. Yeah. She, she thought she'd do something else. And then she yeah. got in there and looked around at who was on the, on the possible ticket. And she's like, whoa, yeah. I'm not seeing anybody that looks like me that represents my community. And so she stepped up and here we are. She's doing the, you know, the incredible work. And what's really great is that when 
when the, all those are indigenous legislators, Jamie Becker Finn, Lish um, Koslowski, Heather Keeler are over in the house doing good work. Mm-hmm. They send it over to me in the Senate. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be good. Mm-hmm. And um, so it really does make that difference. Yeah. And it's exciting. Um, it's exciting. And it's hard. Uh, we usually talk Thursdays, too, with Robert Lilligren about national politics. But uh Geez, I feel like if we keep plugging away and don't get complacent, we're going to remain a trifecta for a long time here in Minnesota because uh, Democrats are doing things and Republicans are just against things. So I don't know, Haley, what did I call them with the caucus again yesterday? It was like the chaos caucus, uh, the Republican Party. It's just insane what they're doing. At the federal level? Oh, my goodness. Yowza. Mm-hmm. But we are really blessed and lucky to live in Minnesota. And I know we have a big audience in Wisconsin. Um, you guys just keep plugging away and get rid of that gerrymandering and, and support uh, the new Supreme Court. Uh, 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 what's it say? Uh, God, I could say her name uh, really well. I'll have to look it up for the next segment. But uh, uh, Seda... Uh, uh, well, anyways, the new Supreme Court uh, judge and support oh, yeah. because uh, they're trying to uh, re- she's not even done one thing and the Republicans are trying to get rid of her. Yeah, well, you know, there's it's it's still a lot of fallout from the Trump days. And he's still, of course, stirring the pot out there and nobody quite seems to know what to do, how to do it or is willing to step up and say enough is enough. We have to you know, we have to think of the people and not of, of ourselves or our own. And I'm sure they'll all say that's what we're doing. We're, we're thinking of the people. But, you know, we're very fortunate in Minnesota to have um, the Democrats in the majority as well as a, a, a uh, governor a Democrat um, who has really made sure that we have government government relationships with our tribal governments. And maybe we can talk about that next. Yeah, let's do that. I'm really, we're really blessed. And I'm sorry, it's like, it's Janet Protasewicz. And uh, again, I had to see the words in front of me to say it. I have a good, uh, you're just telling me I had a good memory. And it's like, I can't remember, but support Janet and uh, support Wisconsin. Hey, we're here with State Senator Mary Kunish and later on Wendy Pilot with her Sacred Animal section. You're listening to Native Ritz Radio Presents. I'm awake. I'm awoke. I'm awake. Minnesota has the only original wolf population in the continental United States. And 80% of Minnesotans believe the wolf should be protected. Howling for Wolves is asking Minnesotans to respect our true wildlife manager, the wolf. Their survival is critical to our ecosystems, our communities, and even our economy. As highly intelligent animals with strong social bonds, Minnesota wolves deserve to be protected and admired. Learn more at howlingforwolves.org. Let's Let's live live and and let let howl. howl. True North Tree Care reminds us that ample blood supplies can never be assumed. It's healthy donors that make the difference. Don't pass the buck and give blood today. This message was courtesy of the folks who care at True North Tree Care who say, Our area is a great place to live, work, shop, and raise our families, and they're doing their part to keep it that way. That's True North Tree Care at 12800 Whitewater Drive in Minnetonka, where they're always concerned for the safety and welfare of our community. That's True North Tree Care. I love my Toyota vehicles, so when I have to get service done, there's only one place I go. Rudy Luther Toyota. They know Toyota's inside and out. It starts with them checking your alignment and tire treads with their Hunter Quick Check Drive Inspection Service. Oil changes, tires, batteries, wipers, no matter what you need done, they can help you with reliable Toyota parts and the best service team in Minnesota. Check out their website, RudyLutherToyota.com, for service and parts specials just for Toyota vehicles. Get your Toyota serviced at Rudy Luther Toyota, 394 and 169 in Golden Valley. 
2023 is here, and you can make it the year of the Eagle with the National Eagle Center. You and your family can enjoy exciting Eagle experiences, including field trips, private habitat tours, and exclusive behind-the-scenes tours. Meet live eagles up close, view bald eagles and golden eagles in the wild, and receive personal one-on-one education with dedicated and knowledgeable eagle experts as you journey into the world of eagles like never before. Learn more and plan your unforgettable eagle experience today at nationaleaglecenter.org slash experiences. Cafe Latte offers made-from-scratch soups, salads, sandwiches, and mouth-watering desserts. So come check out their pizza and wine bar, or get a treat from the bakery made fresh daily. Plus, you can still do online ordering and takeout, along with gift cards. Just go to CafeLatte.com and choose from their ever-changing selection of award-winning salads, sandwiches, and soups. Cafe Latte is located off Victoria and Grand and online at CafeLatte.com. Hey, it's Patrick for Zero Res. Is your home ready for the holidays? Be honest, how does your carpet look and smell right now? Okay, maybe you have a carpet disaster on your hands, but that's why you should call my cleaning heroes at Zero Res. Some people hire a deal-of-the-day carpet cleaner to save a little money, but trust shouldn't come that easily. Don't DIY it. Call Zero Res because you know it's safe and effective. That's why this month you can get three rooms Zero Resified starting at just $149 and take $75 off when you get your air ducts Zero Res clean. Call Zero Res right now, 952-Zero-Res, or go online to ZeroResMinnesota.com and say you want the AM950 special. Spell it forward or backward, it's the same. Zero Res. Refresh, restore, and protect your investment. Call Zero Res to clean your business the right way so your floors and surfaces stay cleaner longer without the harmful chemicals the other guys use. With a look at your AM 950 weather, I'm Patrick Lilia. Rain continues tonight, then cloudy on Saturday with a high of 52. Listen to the Matt McNeil Show weekdays from 3 to 5 for your chance to win a pay-per-view pass to the live stream of Stephanie Miller's Sexy Liberal Tour Show October 21st. This giveaway only on the Matt McNeil Show. Hi, I'm Jane Fonda, and you're listening to Native Roots Radio. And we're back to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake, and this is Robert Pilot. <laughs> hey, welcome back to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake. This portion of the show is supported by Stronghearts Native Helpline. October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Join Stronghearts Native Helpline CEO Lori Jump for a virtual event. Let's talk empowerment at 1 p.m. Eastern Time on October 17, 2023. Lori will lead an engaging and enlightening conversation on the pressing issue of domestic and sexual violence within Native communities. This event will dive into the crucial intersection between these forms of violence and the significance of culturally specific services and resources. Stronghearts Native Helpline, free, confidential, anonymous, 24-7. Call or text 1-844-762-8483. That's 1-844-7-NATIVE. Or chat online at www.strongheartsnativehelpline.org. Hey, it's exciting with uh, Stronghearts Native uh, Helpline. They've started around the same time we have as Native, at Native Roots Radio around 2016, at the end of the 2016. And uh, they've grown just uh, tons, tons. And before we get to, to uh, State Senator Mary Kunish, I just wanted to, uh, I, I did a quick Google for uh, the supporting of uh, Janet Protasewicz. There is a website out there called defendjustice.com, and they want you to support Janet uh, Protasewicz and stop the impeachment, sign the petition. This is an assault on democracy, would overturn a landslide election, sign the petition now, learn more how you can fight back. So, again, that's uh, defendjustice.com. Jeez, uh, upside down world. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, hey, we're here with uh, State Senator Mary Kunish, and we're going to talk about real stuff and uh, things that matter here. And uh, uh, welcome back. Thank you so much. Here we are. I got my little granddaughter here with me. She woke up in the interim, so she's going to be hanging out with us and learning a little bit. But um, 
You, I was talking about um, some of the work at our, our state government level. And one thing that um, has come about is um, tr this program, this tribal state relations training that we do here in Minnesota. And it is a training that provides education for our state employees about American Indian tribal governments. It includes the history, the cultures, traditions, and really and truly the, the gist of the whole program is to empower our state employees to work um, effectively with our tribes. You know, for a long time, there was no collaboration. There was no um, discussion with our tribes. State government just did what they wanted. And maybe they would tell the tribes, oh, this is going to happen, might affect you guys. Um, but there was no um, government to government. Um, I'm sure a lot of folks didn't even recognize the sovereignty of our tribal nations. But um, this training has been developed here in Minnesota, and it is... Um, to, it's there to create those partnerships. I, I attended the two-day training. I hadn't been to it before. Um, just this week, I uh, attended it, and it was fantastic. It was fantastic. It had tribal leaders there. It had um, uh, legislators attended, both in, from the House and the Senate. Um, so many of our employees and agencies uh, and uh, commissioners were there because they have come to realize just what important and how valuable that partnership is with our, with our tribes. And so um, we spent a, a full day going through the history of, you know, not just the Dakota, but the Anishinaabe folks. Um, Chairman Dupuy was there, Chairman Jensvold, Commissioner Schnell, uh, Commissioner Strawman, uh, the Levi Brown, the tribal liaison for the Department of Transportation. Um, one of my constituents, and I've known her for a long time, Jackie Dion, she's the liaison from the Minnesota Department of Commerce. And that's the other thing that our, our governor has done is created all of these tribal liaisons for all the different um, commissioners, commissions, so that there's um, a go-to person when there's a question or an issue. Um, we spent a whole day just on those sort of things. And then uh, yesterday, there were some great breakout sessions that focused on water and natural resource jurisdiction, cannabis, because now that Minnesota um, has legalized cannabis, our tribes already have, and they had been working on, um, especially medical marijuana, having um, making that uh, available to everybody. Uh, ICWA and MIFPA. Uh, law enforcement jurisdiction, tribal lands. Uh, another one was education, which was really important. And then there was a panel um, where uh, our tribal leaders were talking about um, the la land back movement and some of the really great things that have happened here in Minnesota for our tribes who are um, getting back some of the parcels of land that were, of course, illegally um, removed from them, but um, oftentimes have really sacred and, and special um, honor to the, to their, that specific tribe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. That's uh, really exciting. And uh, just to have these things and think maybe 10, 20 years ago, this was just a dream. Mm -hmm. I mean, this was not, when I was elected back in 2016, this was not in place at all. And I just remember a lot of times when we'd be talking about legislation and um, it might be having to do with water, with mining, with hunting, with fishing, all of these things. And we'd say, well, you've got a reservation right there. Have you spoken with the tribal leaders or the community? And they'd look at us like, no, why would we do that? We don't do yeah, that. Exactly. And now they have to. They absolutely have to. So, you know, in just a short time, there were big changes. Yeah, and uh, you're right. You're absolutely right. So it, it's fun, or it's fun, but also important to talk about uh, how much has happened in a good way. Because I feel like sometimes, you know, um, 
our people uh, get a little nervous and and don't realize the good things that are happening and maybe focus on things that uh, need to be happening. But geez, I've learned over the years, you really have to pick your battles and hope, hopefully time will uh, be on your side and people will come around in the way um, you're thinking, you know, yeah. uh, you can't throw the baby with the bathwater out because we need, we need legislative to, uh, you know, support native, native things. And uh, this has really been an uh, unbelievable uh, year with uh, legislating for Native Americans. Yeah. And I don't, I don't mean it as an excuse, but so many of the legislators have no idea. They just mm-hmm. don't, you know, when you don't get learn these things in school, when it's not in the media, when, when nobody talks about it, um, you know, the, the trauma and all the horrible things that happened to our, to our native folks, they just don't even know that it ever happened. It's like, what, where is this? How is this? When did this happen? And so, you know, again, as an educator, that's really a big part of what I feel I do at the legislature is, is educate, um, educate my other legislators around these issues. And honestly, most of the time, not all of the time, mm-hmm. but most of the time, once they hear about it and maybe have a stronger understanding of the injustices, um, they're sort of ready to try to make some amends or make some adjustments in order to make sure that what's happening now um, is not going to end up uh, like that. We're not going to take the lands away. How can we restore the lands? How can we put environmental justice in place? Mm-hmm. Um, but also they recognize our responsibility, like we say, for the next seven generations. Right. And um, I've heard non-Native folks use that term now, which is really kind of cute. Like, we need <laughs> to do this for seven generations going forward. And I'm like, yes. Yeah. So... Well, yeah, depending on which tribe you talk to, sometimes they talk about the generations before and the generations mm-hmm. ahead, yep. and it adds up to seven generations. But because I've even heard people like John Trudeau say that we are the seventh generation, and I say that at the end of our show. So it's different for different tribes, but looking forward to the future is the big part of uh, that term. Well, when you think about it, every generation is a seventh generation because there are those six behind. Yeah. And so those six generations, my great, 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 great grandma and grandpa, mm-hmm. um, you know, they were looking forward to my generation. And so now I've got to look forward to those seven generations. Right. So there's not a seven. There's never an, until the end of the world. There will never not be a seventh generation. Yeah, I always used to give uh, a hard time to my students when they say, hey, we're the seventh generation. I go, no, nah, I think you're the eighth or ninth. And they go, really? <laughs> and I go, no, I'm just kidding. But that those were the good old days. Hey, yeah. we got Wendy showing up in uh, the, the studio here, getting ready for her segment. Wendy, uh, the artist, it's crazy. Uh, I don't know, State Center, have you seen some of Wendy's paintings for her dogs? She's taking orders um, so she can buy me a big Christmas present. Uh, <laughs> right, right, Wendy. Yeah, maybe she'll maybe she'll paint you a big cat portrait. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Hey, well, Wendy, you're going to be up next in the next segment. We're excited to hear more about it. Can't wait. Right on. I'll pod you down and finish up with state senators. Oh, and baby. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, a week ahead. What do you have going on? Wow, I rarely do. I rarely look at my week ahead until like Saturday or Sunday. But yeah. we are going to be heading out again for um, for another two tours uh, oh. for education committee. We'll be going up north this time. So going driving from here up to St. Cloud, up to Moorhead, then cut east over to... Um, to Bemidji area. We're going to visit one of the BIE schools um, and just, you know, we're going to keep looking and talking with uh, with our educators and um, those communities so we know what we need to get done. Even though it's not a, it's not a, a budget year, the budget's been set in Minnesota, mm-hmm. 
um, hopefully there'll be a little bit of a supplemental um, budget that we can do some one-time good work uh, for education because we need to continue to, we can't stop investing. Absolutely. Doing great work and appreciate you coming on and here. Just want to put that up. Uh, Right on. Wendy got that for us. So, Hey, thank you again, State Senator Mary Kunish, and we'll talk to you next week. Have a great week and thanks for the great updates. Yeah. Hope I run into you sometime this week. Right on. Hey, you're listening to Native We're listening to Native Roots Radio. Up next, Wendy. Yeah, wake up, Wendy. Oh, what? Getting bus and train information in your language just got easier. Customers who call Metro Transit at 612-373-3333 are able to select language options at the start of the call. Access Next Trip, their automated real-time schedule information tool and other Metro Transit assistance by calling 612-373-3333. For more information about other transit informational tools, visit metrotransit.org slash tools. In recognition of Domestic Violence Awareness Month, this message is brought to you by Strong Hearts Native Helpline, a culturally appropriate domestic and sexual violence helpline for Native American and Alaska Natives. Advocates provide free support and advocacy 24-7. Call or text 1-844-762-8483, that's 1-844-7-NATIVE, or chat online at strongheartshelpline.org. Safe, anonymous, confidential, 24-7. No matter if you're eating out or cooking something at home, EatLocalMinnesota.com has you covered with a list of locally owned restaurants and food purveyors. Locally owned vinaigrette has been offering the finest olive oil and vinegar since 2009. Reintroduce yourself to all the many flavors by tasting before you buy. From darker white balsamic to cold-pressed extra virgin olive oil from all over the world, there is something for everyone. Vinaigrette, located at 50th and Xerxes in Minneapolis or at vinaigrettemn.com. The Park Tavern is your go-to destination for fun. Enjoy the fantastic food like their pizzas, burgers, and sandwiches, the best bowling in Minnesota, their wildly popular outdoor patio, great drink specials, all the big games on their numerous screens, and it's the perfect place for your next private event, even large gatherings for over 200. The Park Tavern is your go-to destination for everyone. Have fun at the Park Tavern, Louisiana Avenue, north of Highway 7 in St. Louis Park. And we're back to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake, and this is Robert Pilot. Hey, welcome back to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by Howling for Wolves, protecting wolves for future generations. Did you hear I went ho like a deep wolf's voice? Hey, we're here with uh, Wendy and we're talking about our sacred animals. And, you know, I guess we're going to be talking about whatever you want, Wendy, because Mm -hmm. uh, we've done Fun Fact Fridays uh, during the week, too. So Yeah, we have, haven't we? What do we want to talk about today? Yeah. Hey, everybody. My name is Hanaji Hihani. That means cares for them. I was given that name by my Dega Curtis. Curtis goes by Mashke Hana Jingo, which means walks on white clouds. I'm a humane policy volunteer leader for the Humane Society of the United States, and I work on animal issues at the local and state level. Yes, Ooh. and I'm here, and uh, we went to, a group of us went oh, to yeah. Mayor St. Paul Mayor Carter's office, yeah. and we sat with his executive um, person. Made it upstairs without falling down. Oh, uh, yeah, I fell, but I'm okay. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. <laughs> walking the dog the day before. Oh my goodness. But my 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 priority was not to let go of the leash. That was my priority when I went down in the gutter. 
Mm. And I was laying there flat on my face. That was the only thing I could think of is don't let the dog go. Don't let Wanda go. And I didn't. She didn't know what was going on. She was like jumping up and down around me like, you know, what are you laying on the floor, mommy, for? You know, what's up? Get up, get up, get up. Let's go. I was just Uh, like, oh, my God. I'm okay. I have some uh, scratches on my nose and lip and my knees swollen, but I'm okay. I did it, you know. Nothing broken, which is really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. You always have to worry about that. But I mean, it just goes to show you how your life can change in an instant. Mm-hmm. And it's that's it, you know. So everybody be careful out there. So uh, what am I going to talk about? Let's talk about quickly Pilot's Palette. Yeah. That's my new uh, business. business. I paint pet portraits and I paint other things too. Right. Um, you could find me on facebook under pilots palette mm-hmm. if you don't have facebook you could email me at pilots palette at gmail.com yeah no apostrophe pilots palette at gmail.com yeah it's been really fun people are sending me pictures of their pets and i've been painting them really well too and i don't know if you can find that uh on pilots uh, palette.com or on facebook facebook you, a lot of my pictures are, yeah are they're there. amazing yeah and they're fun it, yeah such a, a good job and people get emotional when they see the yeah so i just got to give you that and what i liked about you know people getting emotional about it but also you always asking a, a backstory i i think that's so important to get the whole spirit of the animal. Mm, yeah, I like to know the animal's personality, what the dog or cat is like uh, before I paint them. Because then I could think about them when I paint them, you know, make them, their essence come out more, I think. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Their spirit. I, yeah, definitely. So I'm having a lot of fun doing that. And uh, yeah, so uh, let's see. I got some fun facts here. <laughs> if you want to hear about some fun facts. Yeah. Um, so lately, you know, it's fall and I see a million. You fell a couple days ago. (laughs) And it is fall. Exactly. There you go. That's funny, Robert. Thank you. Good one. I'll be here all day. Um, there's a million squirrels out there (laughs) in running around trying to get, you know, their, their winter stock stocked up. I'm glad you said you didn't say nuts. Yeah. But. I just see a lot of people who, honestly, it feels like they're trying to run them over. Oh. I wish people would just be more careful. There's a lot of animals out there. But you know what? When a baby squirrel is in trouble, mm-hmm. they will seek out help from anything that moves. So please don't be alarmed if a baby squirrel approaches you. Mm-hmm. They will run up to you, run up your legs, follow you. So what you should do, what should you do? Stay calm. <laughs> yeah, stay calm, get a blanket or a t-shirt or a shirt or, you know, something, pick them up, um, put them in a warm, quiet, safe environment and call a rehabber immediately. Do not feed them. Mm. Uh, yeah, babies chasing down people do not have a mom or they wouldn't be out of their nests. Aww. Yeah, so if, if that happens, I don't think there's any babies being born right now. I think September was the last time that the squirrels um, will will have babies, but it's just always... Uh, good to keep in mind that if you see a squirrel, there's a video online if you want to see it. It's a really cute thing. It's kind of sad, too, at the same time, oh. but it's during a heat wave. Mm. And these people standing around, they all have water bottles in their hands. And there's a little squirrel that comes up and he's like on his hind legs, kind of begging to the guy. And, and the woman says, like, I think the squirrel wants some water. <laughs> so he takes the water, opens the water bottle and starts pouring it. And the squirrel is just like drinking this water like crazy. Yeah, you could probably just look it up on YouTube. Well, we have like uh, bird baths and uh, dog bowls and seasonal dog bowls out back. Mm-hmm. And I always kind of made fun of uh that with that i put them that out you would there. do that and then all of a sudden i'm watching squirrels and chipmunks ducks everybody drink out drink of it. In the water like, these I guys know. are thirsty and they like the chlorine in the water it keeps their teeth Flory, fluoride uh, florida and it keeps their teeth strong <laughs> <laughs> yeah i always keep water out there all the time even in the winter i have a yep. heated plug i have it plugged in from the house and it's a heated water dish yeah. because the animals still need water they're thirsty it yeah. blows my mind they use it i know and it? we keep it clean mm-hmm. 
I duck, do. Those ducks like yep, them. I know. Dirty. Well, you know, rats, how smart they are. I was born in the year of the rat, by the way. I know a lot of rats, but we call them snitches. No <laughs> but way. listen to this experiment. Rats who were trained to press a lever for food stopped pressing the lever once they learned and saw that it also caused another rat to receive an electric shock. Oh, empathy. That shows Crazy. empathy in the rat. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that I amazing? Hate, I still hate those. They had to shock somebody to do I that. I know, but they learned. I know. Right? Yeah. You know, I often talk about this on the radio show about dogs uh, getting adopted. And this goes for cats, too. Cats might take a little bit longer to be to adjust, I think. That's just my humble no knowledge opinion, but dogs adopted take three days to decompress, three weeks to start to know your routine, mm -hmm. and three months to start to feel at home. So give them a chance. I believe it. Yeah. I really believe it after our last uh, mm -hmm. situation with our three dogs that we uh, fostered, or, or or not fostered, but adopted. adopted them. Yeah. And I'm looking for a chihuahua out there. And has a chihuahua. <laughs> oh, I know. Robert loves chihuahuas. He really does. Uh, wolves, you know, Howling for Wolves is oh. our sponsor. And we always want to bring education about facts. So um, people think that like uh, wolves will attack their dogs and attack people. But this is a fact. And this is from Howling for Wolves. Oh, no. Wolves. <laughs> wolves naturally fear humans and tend to shy away from human contact um, there have been only two wolf related human deaths in north america in the past 100 years how many wow. yeah one in 100 there have only there have only been two wolf related human deaths in north america in the past 100 years Wolves are territorial and naturally compete with dogs. However, wolves naturally fear humans and generally will not approach pets in the presence of humans. Wow. Yeah. We learned something new. Exactly. I know. Only two wolf-related human deaths in North America in the past 100 years. What would you say? Wolves don't like people? They shy away from them. They you kind of do too, except for me. You kind of shy away from me. <laughs> part, wo part wolf? <laughs> part <and> rat. <laughs> part rat. <laughs> part wolf. Oh, wow. What a way to end the show. Hey, Peeny Geeky Wendy, thanks for being on again. And yeah. uh, all you do, going to talk to the mayor and mm -hmm. and about uh, Fur Free St. Paul. That's awesome. Yeah, we'll talk about that more next week. Ooh, I gave it away a little too much. Yeah, hey. That's okay. We're still here. We are the seventh generation. Please listen to Native Ritz Radio on all your podcasts. Free Leonard Peltier. Now. now.